Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Happy Wednesday to everybody out there. Happy Wednesday to you, Gordon. How's it going over there? Just fantastic, Jake. Fan-freaking-tastic. I got a chance to uh, ride in your uh, new truck today. That was an experience. A little different for me. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It's that's nice. You seem to enjoy driving it. I felt it's it's so much higher than my car. I felt like I was in some sort of monster truck. Uh yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> as you know, I've never had a truck before. I have had SUVs. I've had um, stuff, but uh, I've had sports uh, styled cars, but I have never had a pickup truck, and. You guys guided me through this process because there was a time when I almost got something else, and Austin knows what I'm talking about. And Austin looked at me like, I don't think you're ready for that yet. And so... I believe I said I'll never speak to you again. But. Oh, really? How, how long ago was this? Uh, which, which time, Gordon? <laughs> it was the same one both times. Well, remember there was there, one there, recent. There was one about a year ago. There, there was one recently. Remember, and I told you some of the specifics. I, I think I showed you a picture of. Oh it, yeah, right? beautiful and, piece of and, machinery. And you looked at me like, "Are you out of your ever loving mind?" So I why? Mean, because it, it too obnoxious. Well, let's just say it was the alpha and omega of vehicles. I see. Yeah, he had a romance with it, like Romeo would with Juliet. I see. Uh-huh. It was. It was. It was too much truck for me. You know, doesn't sound like he's talking about a truck. That's what I'm talking about. Is that oh what you were no! Oh at? no! I was talking about no. That one was recently. I thought you should go for that one. Other than I said it doesn't really match you. Oh, <laughs> but the one a while ago, the Alpha and Omega of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's. Uh, yeah, I was happy to give you a ride. Thanks. I appreciate for, that. Thanks for no, that's nice encouraging thanks me for the call, guys. instead of all the people who have essentially told me I'm I'm an idiot. No, it's it's it would I enjoyed the ride. And you can't drive as fast as you used to be able to. I think that's good for everybody on the road. I agree. Adrian Lizer certainly agrees. He he is mistaken on that. Not a chance. There is no way Not that I would prayer. cut him off. Yes. Yeah. Twice. Once as a pedestrian, once as a fellow driver. You nearly hit Adrian? Is that what he said? Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe I made that. As part a pedestrian, up. <laughs> maybe my mind's making stuff up now. But <laughs> he's on a roll. Let him go. He didn't have any troubles with the puddles today. I'm taking it. No, uh, no, 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 not at all. No, no. That was yeah. nice of you to give me a ride. I appreciate yeah, Jake it. just needed a ride. That's we didn't have a party uh-huh. or anything without you. He went awesome. to lunch with a few people today, and then he went on a joyride with you and. I Did. know where I stand. So I'm very popular. Why? And I'm not. Hold that against me. I'm not. Outside. We know where we stand with Who'd each other. Who do you go to lunch with? Uh, our boy, our, uh, the good folks over there, the PR department with the jazz, Gardunio and uh, the like. And you didn't tell Austin about that? Well, one, it wasn't really my meeting. So is it my job to tell Austin about something that isn't my meeting? And, and two, Austin could have come. I don't know. Did you ask? Did you take the time it's to funny. Ask? The other people said the same thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, Lloyd was sure to leave his leftovers here for me to see it, too. I, I'd, I'd like to spend more time with Austin. I, I would have been fine if Austin would have come. But we're going to have some exciting things coming up uh, as a station during jazz season. Jazz camp right around the corner. It We've is. got the open gym going on right now, so so everybody's kind of gearing up. We're we're laying out plans for the upcoming year. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite the year. Media training camp's coming back again, and I volunteered you to play. By the way, just so you know, ain't going to do it. What do you mean, ain't going to do it? I don't want to do it. I told them you would do it. I never forget the first year they did that. I get the phone call from Jeff Hornacek, and he starts swearing at me. Where are you? Why aren't you out here? <laughs> he was looking too forward, too much forward to uh, making me suffer out on the court. Besides, usually that's during our show. Yeah, I know. I talked to him about that. So, yeah, they're going to move the start time for you. <laughs> so that's think... that's no longer an excuse. They're going to move the whole start time of the event specifically so you can make it. Hmm. I, I, I look. I know my place. It's now courtside. It's not out on the court. And unfortunately, for mem- many members of the media, they think they're still they belong out on the court. You see, you got to know your place. No, no. no. I mean, if they well, if they you, move this whole thing it over the you. past few years, I mean, it was unbelievable what was going yeah, on they, out there. Not, you're not going to get hurt or anything, Gordon. You've got. I've played basketball with you before. Why are you so worried about this? You're a, you're a fine athlete. You've got oh. a very nice jump shot. No. I don't know why uh, why you would be uh, pushing back against this so much. And besides, I already volunteered you, so you're not. <laughs> There's no getting out of it now. Wait a minute. How can you volunteer me? That What's the definition of a volunteer? I said Other Gordon, than someone who loses badly to BYU. I said Gordon will be there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was a little slow on the uptake on that one. Uh, I said I'm, Gordon, not, I'm not a volunteer if you put my name in. Well, that's, that, what do you that, wanna, that's compulsion. I don't care what, what you want to call it. You just need to go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the main thing is the jazz season is coming up. A lot of people looking forward to this season. And we've said that about seasons in the past where this sort of anticipation is building. But uh, this is this is about as uh, fever pitch as I've seen it yep. in 20-some years. People are very excited. and uh, I'm excited, Gordon. I'm excited uh, for to do pre-half and post this year. I'm excited to uh, go on this journey. Because I think the the ceiling is higher than it's been in a very, very long time. It is. And uh, let let me just make one thing perfectly clear. Thank you. I spared you my original. President Nixon, Nixon, yeah, thank you. 
Uh, the jazz coverage on this station will be wall to wall. It will it will be better than anything you can get anywhere else. I mean, we're going to be all over that. So it's going to be a fun year. They're excited over there. I'll tell you that. Every, everybody's excited. Isn't over that funny over. how you make some moves during the off season and you've built up uh, some core players who are stars in the making, uh, and it, people. People respond, and not and not just fans. People who who are involved in the organization, uh, concessionaires, everybody gets stoked when they think their team, the team that they are associated with, is going to be something special. And we'll talk a little basketball coming up here momentarily when we get to the split story of the day, because you have a column up, and of course, some basketball happened overseas, and. It, it was not positive if you're pulling for the country, but positive if you're a jazz fan? Is that fair? That is very fair. All right. Uh, Frank Dolce is going to be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And then coming up at 5.30, Josh Parcell, our national college football insider, uh, will join us. And we do have some college football discussions. Not only you know, we'll continue our thoughts on BYU, USC, and Utah against Idaho State. Gordon, I'm sure we'll <laughs> come up with more examples of what would have to happen for Utah to lose the game. Uh, we will Utah, continue that. Utah's football team could wear be forced to wear ballet slippers for that game and have to do a pirouette on every play and they would still beat Idaho State. You're talking about just the dance shoes or the ones with the square toe, the that, point, that, the bo- point both. shoes. And okay. they they could be forced to wear tutus. Okay. And they would still beat right. Idaho State. But also we're going to get a little political when it comes to uh, our college discussion today, Gordon, because there's some very interesting and important things happening in the state of California that is going to mm, force some people to look at what the definition of amateurism is. And it's a discussion that you and I have had for years, and now it looks like this fine state of California is going to bring this topic to a head. Well, California at times in the past has been the setter of trends. Fair enough. Okay. And this is a trend that could severely affect college sports. Now, I don't think it would affect fans much. I mean, it's just going to go on. But as far as the NCAA goes and the way they've dug their heels in, they, in my opinion, are going to be forced to make a change. We'll see if California has that kind of power to it. Because all it would take, if, if the NCAA continues to be stubborn about this, then what happens if other state legislatures uh, get into this and start making similar decisions. Now the NCAA, what are they going to do? Have half the country be in the NCAA and the other half not? So we'll talk about it because it's it it's kind of a sneaky big deal right now. And uh, the NCAA has actually responded. So we'll let you know kind of the back and forth uh, on that story. Nothing sneaky about it in the NCAA offices. I can tell you that right there. They are. They are absolutely Nuts Yep. right now. All right, so lots to get to, and we'll try our best not to get to the Antonio Brown situation because it just seems like something new each and every day. However, this by far is the most serious, and uh, I don't know if you read the emails or whatever that he sent this gal, but I'll tell you. Yep. He's a bit of a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what's on tap for the show today. Let's get to it. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics. 
Two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordon, your column is up right now, sltrib.com. Headline, Team USA lost at the World Cup, but the Jazz have won. Uh, Team USA can now only finish as high as fifth as they lost to France today and uh, have been eliminated from medal contention. It's the first loss for USA basketball since 2006. Well, Jazz fans are probably the only fan base around that uh, this kind of loss doesn't really hurt them much because their guy, Rudy Gobert, was a huge reason Team USA lost. And so, yeah, they want to see... Uh, from a jingoistic standpoint, a nationalist standpoint, they want to see their team represent well. But uh, Mr. Gobert had uh, a say in the matter, and he said otherwise. We were chatting about this um, on our way to the show, Gordon, and Rudy, with his 21 points and 16 boards, he was the best player on the floor in that game. And usually Team USA, and I know this is a different team, but usually they have the best five players on the floor. And I'm only slightly exaggerating that. <laughs> Rudy, you know, was the best player on the floor, and he played like it. He single-handedly changed that game. I thought uh, Locke had a really good breakdown uh, today when uh, when he joined Hans Olsen, basically going play by play by play how Rudy took over the game in the final five minutes. And, yes, and uh, including a block of Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Who were tw- and that was a huge play. It really was. And here's the thing about it. I mean, Donovan Mitchell played, and this is part of the column, and uh, but but Donovan Mitchell had a terrific game, twenty nine points, uh, how many uh, six boards and four assists, something like that, and it didn't really show in the fourth quarter much because nobody did. But uh, good news because uh, you might be able to say that the two best players on the floor, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, I don't think that's any stretch at all. And guess what? They both play for the Jazz. Meanwhile, Joe Ingles' team, Australia, has advanced to the semifinals beating the Czechs. And so, yeah, this is all good news for the Utah Jazz. They are getting exactly what they hope to get out of this international competition. Donovan Mitchell, of all the players on Team USA, Donovan Mitchell, he's 23 years old still. Remember that. We forget that because he's played such a dominant role already with the Jazz. But he has gained the leadership and I think the confidence that comes with that, that he's going to bring back to Jazz camp. And, and so, yeah, good news all the way around for Jazz fans. Just a little nick for uh, Jazz fans that are also Team USA fans. But this team is going to change for the Olympics next year. I mean, they're going to, some of those star players will be re... Uh, what's the word? Uh, what is the word? Encouraged mm-hmm. <laughs> to come help their, uh, their team do some damage in the Olympic Games. But anyway... The Jazz are the real winners here. They're getting they're getting solid play. They're getting advancement of their players. They're getting leadership mentality aspects that are advantages to what's going on, and and uh, all of this comes back to a team that is vastly improved over what it had a year ago. I think the mm, if you're looking for somebody to blame as far as the game itself goes, Gordon. How can how can in a in a game against Rudy Gobert, 
in an international play where the three-pointer is is even more important, how do they only get up 18 threes? What's Popovich doing? I know he's stuck in his ways and he he likes to you know zig when others are zagging, but somebody inform well, him might... that Rudy Gobert is the best defensive player on the planet, and if he's just standing on the ba- uh, standing by the basket because zones are legal, well, it's going to be really hard to get to the basket. <laughs> but he doesn't have a whole lot of shooters on that team. Does it matter? Well, um, I mean, I... Stan Donovan out there and just let him hoist. <laughs> I guess. I guess they could have done that. Still better than running player after player right at Rudy Obear, right? That just seems like insanity to me. Did you read some of the comments of, uh, let's say, Miles Turner before the game? He was saying that Rudy Gobert, some people say he's the defensive player of the year, but he he, he added sort of like this, well, that's sort of what some people say. Uh-huh. You know, it was kind of a dig at Rudy. And anybody that knows anything about Rudy Gobert, you don't make those kind of comments Mm-mm. about Rudy because Rudy's going to make you pay. Rudy Gobert is the best defensive basketball player on the planet. Miles, get that through your head. Well, and he had a very nice offensive game today, too. Yes, and that's the other part of it. Uh, he's, uh, he's coming along. And I think a lot of that is confidence, but confidence that's necessary in order to improve he, he really doesn't have a go-to move down low and I discussed that in the column other than dunking but uh, nothing wrong with dunking that's a pretty high percentage shot it is and he made a lot of them last year and the Jazz obviously are very tuned in to how to get the ball to him so that he can be in favorable positions to do exactly that this this is nothing but good news for the Utah Jazz this is working out swimmingly for them as long as nobody gets hurt from here on. Which you brought that up in the column, and you're bringing that up now. Why are you even bringing it up? Is that like talking about a no-hitter? No, I just I, I want to know if you feel the same way about the rest of the Jazz team that has been playing pickup ball all summer. Well, yeah, that too. That too. Oh, yeah, you never mentioned but, that. But you know how it is when you get in a competitive situation, these guys are going to stretch themselves. Hmm. Have you ever stretched yourself? You know, when you do that, then you're more likely to get hurt. Is that true? Or is it when you're going half speed, you're more likely to get hurt? Heard both. <laughs> so, anyway, so these guys are showing to the world. They're going to be fine. Donovan Mitchell was the best player on his team. Rudy Gobert's the best player on his team. And Joe Ingles ain't bad either. Almost had a triple-double, as you pointed out the yeah. other day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I thought this experience would certainly be a positive one for Donovan. I think it's turning out just that way. Um, Rudy's had other international competition, big-time competition. This wasn't necessarily a first for him, but, uh, you know, him having offensive games like this, I think, are certainly a positive. And, and you're right, Rudy's a confidence guy, and so this should no- be nothing but good for that. And he's super competitive. 16 rebounds. I mean... I get it. When these guys are playing, Joe Ingles almost had his – he had a near triple-double against Senegal. He did. Senegal would finish last in the Atlantic division. <laughs> 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 it's not like that's uh, – but but it's still, it's, it's competition where players are exerting themselves. And the Jazz have some of the best players in the world. All right, joining us now in studio, he's from TridayTrading.com, but you can also hear him on Saturdays on the Jazz Fan Show. He's also a good friend of the big show, Gordon. He is Ryan Van Dorn from TridayTrading.com. First of all, it is great to see you. Good to see you. How are you you doing? 
It's a good day. It is a good day. It's a real good day. Seems like every time I see you, though, it's pouring rain for some reason. Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> no. See, Ryan, every Ryan, day is a day closer to this jazz season. See, he's an optimist. He is an optimist. And for good reason. I agree. Uh, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, and we'll talk about the Jazz Fan Show. But let's let's talk about TridayTrading.com a little bit. And maybe for listeners who, who are new to the station or, or haven't heard you on, let's just kind of get at the basic con- uh, you know, kind of concept and what you guys do. Yeah, so... Everyone out there um, could use a little bit of extra money. Some people, you know, are in need of it right now. Other people are worried about maybe when retirement comes, if there's going to be enough money left at the end of the month. So I think a lot of us can relate to that. Or we're working too many hours to actually, you know, make a difference. I mean having that time with your family or doing the things that are important to you, you know, those are those are priceless. And so we're we're a trading company, but we we created a software that helps us read the market. And so what, what it allows us to do is teach anyone. You don't have to have some big financial background. You don't have to study for hours every day, but it lets us teach you how to trade around your own schedule. So 24 hours a day, and, you know, six days a week. And you can, you can pop in and do it for a half hour, an hour. And the potential to truly make a difference, you know, to make a, a potential full-time income but not having to go for another full-time job. And that's what we do. And, and we don't want anybody to take our word for it. We want you to come in. We're going we're gonna to set up a, a mock account so you can try this out. I'm going to let you spend some time with some of our traders. And, and if you decide that it, you see yourself doing it, we're going to help make sure you're good at it. And our software allows us to let you trade our money after you learn what you're doing. And you get to keep between 60 and 80% of the profits. Amazing. And and kind of, I've heard you explain this before, but the overall strategy is you want as many people trading as possible because you want to, to be in all the market, different markets as possible. And that's why you're giving folks your money to, to trade. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up because everybody's like, why don't you just trade your own money? Right. And we absolutely do. But this allows us to have thousands of traders. So in essence, a diversified army that is trading different markets at different times of the day. And if they're doing it with our software, they are winning way more than they're losing. So if if they're making money, both of us are doing well. All right. So how can our listeners get involved? Best thing to do is just go to trydaytrading.com. You get to click on whatever time works best for you. There's a free webinar. You can sit at home, watch it on your computer screen, type in any questions you have, and then let us know if you want to give it a try. And of course, catch the Jazz Fan Show every Saturday. Please do. All right. Uh, that is Ryan from TryDayTrading.com. We'll be talking to him throughout the show. Stay tuned. We'll have more big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. A little bit of college football this weekend and a, a massive on my mind. A massive result for BYU. It was just awesome. It was exactly what BYU needed. We talked about it all last week that they needed to find a way to win. I always felt all along this season the goal was to get to eight wins, and that is progression. Celebrate the wins. If I'm a Cougar fan today, which I am, I would be thoroughly pumped up. So you gotta go crazy. I don't care if Tennessee loses every freaking game. I don't give a crap. Go crazy. Catch D. J and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Town! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Ryan Leaf joining us. Ryan, let's start out with talking about Keaton Slovis, the kid that's now taken over, the freshman that's taken over at USC. 6'2", 200 pounds, beautiful build, and he's had some great early showings. Can this kid carry USC to the heights that they need to carry to? Well, I will say this. Uh, that was plural, and he's only had one good game. Uh, and it was a great game. It was against a, a quality opponent in Stanford. But uh, let's, not, let's not get carried away here. It's one football game. Uh, they were Stanford was without their starting quarterback, their starting left tackle. Uh, they were also down 17 to three at one point before they just rolled the Stanford Cardinal in that second half. So uh, I think he did a tremendous job. But I'm just I want to see more. Uh, this team easily could be three and three four weeks from now, right? They play BYU next week, this weekend, and then next week on a on a shortened week they they play the Utah Utes who are pretty darn good. They come in on a Friday night, then they have Washington, and then they have Notre Dame. So there's there's a lot of opportunity there for this ball club. I'm just not ready to anoint them simply because they're USC and throw them into my top 25 right now. That was Ryan Leaf, who was on the station yesterday, I believe, with Hanson Scotty saying, uh, hold the phone on Slovis. It's only been one game. And some other really smart, smart person was saying that the other day, too. Remind, remind me who that was. Gordon. I can't remember. Real, real that's, all, that's all blur. Look, if you don't prepare, <laughs> if you don't prepare for this kid... Then yeah, I get it. He's not. Don't nominate him for the freaking Heisman. But on the other hand, if you don't get ready, if you don't emphasize what this kid just did to Stanford, then you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. And so do not avoid it because it's right in front of you. And say, oh well, he lucked out in that game. Uh, BS, man. That's not the way you can go about this. I guess you could do it if you wanted to, but. BYU, Kalani Sataki, believe me, that caught his attention. And same thing with Kyle Whittingham. Whittingham remembers who said that, Jake. Jake is extremely cerebral. He's very intelligent. He's a great decision maker. He's got poise, leadership qualities are there. Mm-hmm. He seems mm-hmm. to be exceptional in pressure situations. You know, the bigger the stage and the more pressure, the, the more he responds. Thank you, Coach. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you for remembering also. Who, I have some self-respect. That. You know I wasn't talking about you. Ryan from TridayTrading.com uh, picked our band of the day today. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Did you really feel it necessary to point that out? <laughs> Sorry, just some insecurities you, on my part. You really? Don't you dare feel good about yourself, scum. <laughs> How many of our listeners actually listened to that just now Go and went, boy, Coach Witt. Really? Like Jake Scott. Has, has a high opinion of Jake Scott. Wow, who knew? <laughs> well, you never know. Sometimes people seem to 
and and you are going to make sure that one out of <laughs> that one person listening that actually thought that also was not going not to be in case your misguided. mom is listening i just want to make sure she knew that he wasn't talking about you thanks <laughs> thanks for that oh brother all right well yeah you did say that but look I think the truth is, you get what I'm saying, and I get what you're saying. Is that I mean, it's one game, so it's not all of a sudden a situation where you're he's Tom Brady, but he has shown a capability that nobody really knew that he had. Let let us not forget that even terrible Tommy Grady went out there and beat the stuffins out of UCLA, and then turned around and lost to UNLV the very next week. <laughs> you never know, do you? You never, you never really do. But you got to prepare for it. Uh, Stanford looked shocked by what that kid was doing to him. And we don't know if Stanford's that good, frankly. Well, they were ranked. Well, somebody you're the thought one who, somebody thought they were good. You're you the were the one, one that said polls are fun, right? You're the one who discredits polls. Now, when it's convenient, you go right back to one. No, but I'm saying just because you, you think you want to prop up your beloved do you think, Trojans. Do you think Stanford is some dog meat team? I don't know. I think Stanford has slipped a little bit in the last couple of years, though. No, they're I still admit. respectable, and uh, he made them look silly. I think David Shaw's done a really good job at Stanford, but I, last year was a bit of a was a bit of an eye opener because they just didn't turn out to be as good as you thought they were going to be with an upperclassman quarterback and Bryce Love, and the defense wasn't exactly terrific but last year. They, how good they are really doesn't matter. I mean, they're respectable, and this kid do, did that to them. Is Stanford better than BYU? Probably. Well, I mean, then the Cougars better pay attention because this this kid that Ryan Leaf and others are saying hold your horses on, it just took that team apart. So if he's capable of doing it to Stanford, he's capable of doing it to you. Now, Utah's defense might be a little different than that. But we also saw against Northern Illinois that there was some susceptibility in the back end. I I said this yesterday. I'd be more worried about USC's receivers than I would be their quarterback. Well, it's one and the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is one and the same. Yeah, in it is. A, in a so, sense, I mean, whoever's catching the ball, someone's got to be delivering. He's it. got a lot of weapons yeah, but, because but those th- guys but, can get open. But I think it's more important than just that, Jake, because the, the, a defense has to make. So, what you're saying is drop men into coverage. No, a, in fact, I that's I my whole point yesterday was rattle the quarterback because I think he's more vulnerable than they are in the receivers. But okay, when you say worry about the receivers, what do you, what do you, uh, what, do you what do you how do you how's that I think manifested? I, uh, you're right. It's it's one and the same, but I think the receivers are making that quarterback look awfully good. Well, someone's got to be delivering the ball, my man. I suppose. Did you watch that game? Did you see the passes he was throwing? I did watch that game, yeah. Well, you don't manufacture that out of thin air. I mean, he was delivering the ball, and he had the good fortune of having guys who could catch it. Right, which is helpful. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is uh, it is quite helpful, uh-huh. You throw and it. And then they run afterwards, which it. is also helpful. <laughs> when he threw that touchdown pass, uh, that 39-yarder that turned the game around, I mean it, that was that was a great throw. So it was we'll, now but you can also say it was a great route run. So we'll see what uh, what happens. Um BYU will also need to move the football cuz odds are USC is going to put some uh, points up and BYU is going to have to figure uh, out a way to to keep up with it and we'll see how good that USC defense is. I think Utah or excuse me, I think BYU still needs to run the ball more. 
Yeah. 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 I I agree with that. However, I think that they really want to showcase Zach Wilson. Now, Grimes is he he seems like he's He's going back and forth on both sides of that fence. Uh, last year, remember how conservative he was, and and but then he opened it up at certain times. So what will he do against SC? Where do you think their greater vulnerability is on that defensive side, against the run or against the pass? Um, probably good. Uh, I well, well, let's look up the stats. I'll tell you I mean, exactly they, where where they are. Yeah. But I, I initially I would say against the run, but uh, we can look into it a little bit. Either way, I agree with what Kyle Whittingham said. Even though, man, I'm I'm torn to say this, but because I love what Mike Leach does, I think it's cool. It's fun to watch. Because so many times we hear people say, "Well, you can't pass the ball anymore if you don't run it too," and and I understand you got to run it. But and and Kyle Whittingham said he prefers kind of a fifty-fifty kind of balance situation. At least in yards gained. Did you, I I heard him say that too. Did you believe him when I, he said that? That's, I, he says it with such sincerity. Because I think that's what he wants opponents to think. <laughs> I don't think he actually truly, in his heart of hearts, wants a well, balanced Why did offense. he ever hire Troy Taylor? I've been asking that but he since did. the day he hired but Troy he, Taylor. He I don't know. He was motivated to do it. I have no idea. I think, in theory at least, it makes sense to him. And he knows from his experience as an expert on the defensive side of the ball that uh, that those kinds of attacks are very difficult to defend. And so I think he does want to have that throwing capability. And uh, so, so my point here is that I guess you can do it either way depending upon the athletes that you have. But don't you have appreciation for what Mike Leach is able to accomplish? Yeah, Mike Leach is a great— And Harold down at USC, he's a disciple of Mike Leach? Yeah. So so they're going to throw the ball. How many rushing yards did SC have against Stanford? I mean, their leading rusher had 42 yards. So it's it's an admission, even at SC— where you wanted them to go back to uh, student body left, student well, body right. I still right. think they should, but that's not <laughs> happening, obviously. Uh, real quick, uh, passing defense USC right now, Gordo, is 91st in the country, uh, surrendering 246.5 yards through the air on average. Okay, that's not great. They are 78th against the run, surrendering 152 yards per game. So the Trojans are vulnerable defensively. It would appear so. And it sure, certainly looked that way early in the first quarter and plus running of that, that Stanford game. Running that wonky offense always puts your defense in a, in a rough position because they're on the wonky? field a lot. Yeah, it, wonky. It is wonky. What is the definition of wonky? We'll have to look it up. Running that uh, cute offense puts your defense. <laughs> you know, crooked, off-center, <laughs> askew even. A skew. Mm-hmm. And put your defense in a bad spot. You, you love uh, Mike Leach. I do too. But when was the last time Mike had a really, really good defense? Oh, they have good defenses sometimes. Sometimes. But they, they're never elite defensively because of the way they play. So you can't have an explosive offense and an elite defense it's not at the about same explos- time? It's not about explosive. I, it's about how they play. They score a lot. I'm, I'm, they I'm, give the ball back to the other team a lot. I'm telling you right now, you give – 
fan bases. Now, okay, Utah fans might be an exception to this rule. But you talk to Aggie fans and you talk to, to Cougar fans and ask them if they would like to see a Mike Leach-style offense installed at, in their programs, the programs they root for. And this is a guess on my part, and I have no empirical data here, but I'll bet you they would love it. They would love it. BYU fans knows what, they know what that feels like to have that kind of offense and how much fun it is and how effective it can be. And Mike Leach has proven that that defenses of today have not gotten to the point where they can stop it if it's run right. Now, Washington State isn't the best program in the world, but for what, they are, what they're working with up there, they're pretty darn good. Why doesn't Alabama use it? Well... They would if they hired Mike Leach. They don't need to. That's why they don't use it. They don't need to. So I, I could just hear you saying the same thing about Bill Walsh at the, with the 49ers back in the day. Mm-hmm. Why are they running that wonky offense, that West Coast offense? Why are they doing that? You and George Hallis and who else? Ray Nitschke and Dick Butkus and uh, I, I, I think there's more than one way to get it done. And I like watching that way. I think that's kind of fun. All right. We'll have more of the big show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Adam Grossbart of the OC Registered Slovis. We've all kind of been wondering, is this the real deal? And I understand that not a lot of people in that area of USC country know if this is the real deal yet or, or not either. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, USC people are used to five-star quarterbacks. Here comes this three-star, not even from L.A. or Orange <laughs> County, but from Arizona. He really wasn't the best quarterback during the spring. He looked like a true freshman. But it seems like he's one of those guys who's better in a game than he is in practice. Like, he needs that juice to really get him going. USC is convinced he's the real deal. Still a lot for him to prove, but it's pretty interesting watching him go. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail, oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah. Only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save. Just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Diamond Airport Parking. Going to have Frank Dolce going to join the show coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And, uh... Should we do a should we do a little keyword in the in the uh, the Frank interview to give away win ticket Wednesday tickets? What do you think? Sure. All right. Now we know that uh, Frank is is very savvy and he listens often, so we will not give you the keyword 
until uh, Austin's calling him up so we can uh, we can be sure that he doesn't hear. So you think he would be obstinate and stubborn and not say what we say he's got to say if uh, if he hears it? I do. I think so. I think he would manipulate the game if he knew <laughs> what the key word was. And how we do it basically is uh, we'll pick a word before he comes on, and as soon as Frank says that word, and it's Frank who has to say it, not us, uh, then you be the 12th caller and you're going to go see Godsmack. They're hitting the road this fall with special guest Hailstorm. Your chance to rock with them live is Wednesday, October 9th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. So when you hear Frank say the word, be the 12th caller, and you'll uh, you'll go see Godsmack. So okay. we've got to think of a good word, though. We were kind of trying to brainstorm that during the break. Got to come up with something good. It, now, may, it may not be necessarily a word. It might be a concept or some sort. Of, we'll, we'll get to it. I know. We were we were really thinking outside the box in yeah. the break, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, too so, far. Well, <laughs> so we'll figure it out. We'll talk to <laughs> Frank about what he expects to see uh, this weekend from the Utes as they kind of warm up for the USC Trojans, uh, who will be in town playing BYU on Saturday. You know, I mean, I just uh, – you could uh, – uh, <laughs> The uh, the Utes could have to wear like like uh, scuba gear, and they'd still beat Idaho State. Okay, are you going to go over a bunch of those with Frank too, or do we have that? <laughs> do we have that to look forward to? Because if we do, then just terrific. Couldn't you, be more you excited. You don't think that's particularly clever or fun or? It, no, no, it's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it made the promo. It did make the it promo. Did, I didn't hear it. Heard that. Uh huh. Uh, let's, good, let's, hear, let's hear the promo. Do we? It's, a, it's been playing all day. It has oh, been know, played all I've day. Been, I, I have another job that I was busy doing, so I haven't Me heard too. It. You could keep the station on in the background while you were writing a column. Why couldn't you do that? I'm a focus guy, man. I just had to focus on, on getting that done. So I I didn't hear the, you know, oftentimes I do listen, but uh, I missed it today. Oh, I see. Ran a lot today. I heard it a bunch of times. He's a today. terrific BSer. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, Bowler. <laughs> Bowler. <laughs> All right, joining us now. my feelings on that, by the way. I'm not a terrific BSer. In studio, <laughs> you can hear them on Saturdays right here they on never, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, they, airing at they, noon. They, what? They never BS. Who doesn't? The jazz fan guys? Oh, yeah. of course not. Uh, the jazz fan <laughs> show at noon. I thought you were talking about you still, and I was like, no, come no, on. No, I'm talking about them. No, I apologize. Ryan and Kelby in the house. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Love let's, it. Let's talk about what's going on uh, with the show right now. And, and uh, in the off season, I know you guys have had a lot of fun with fans, but uh, we just had a meeting with the Jazz today. Things are things are ramping up and getting close. What's going on on the show? I know. Every, every day we get more and more excited. But this year, I mean, for the Jazz Fan Show, we're taking it to the next level, too. Um, we're giving away all of Kelby stuff. <laughs> Anything that says jazz on it is going to be up for grabs. I'm finding right? this out right now, by the way. Yeah. So. All your stuff is being, you know, volunteered to your listeners. Yeah, I shouldn't have signed that contract. <laughs> so I know that he's, he really has done 90% of the work for 10% of the money. That our, that's, that's the theme of our show. But we're going to add some more to our show, too. Bruce Pitcher, um, a gentleman Bruce, who's man. willing to... to you know, risk tattoos for 57 <laughs> wins this season is going to be on the show on a regular basis. Bruce and uh, Bruce's mom and my mom are going to do a little back and forth on some jazz predictions as well. Hey, how about that? So the we got mom's some good involved. stuff going there. I like it. Um, 
Yeah, and and ultimately, um, jazz fans from 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 all over, uh, you know, coming and contributing, uh, along with some of the people you hear on this station, and, and even some of the guys that do TV are gonna 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 come be part of the show. So it's gonna be fun. You got new digs and whatnot too, right? Tell them new digs. Our studio. Oh yeah, it's completely full. It's like chock full of jazz gear. Like I. I work in there all the time, and I feel like I don't have any room. So I'm always hitting my head and stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> That's nice. It's a nice setup. I saw hey, a picture. One of us it. has a problem. I think we have 14 jerseys on the wall. Is it 14 or 12? I don't know. There's a lot of jerseys, and we have a jazz Barbie in there. It's just all kinds of stuff. Tell me your problem. Right? It's jazz gear, you know? <laughs> I mean, it used to be drugs a, and a alcohol. But, <laughs> but now it's jazz gear. Now it's gear. jazz gear. It's a lot safer than heroin. It's a lot better. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And of course... <laughs> Where am I supposed to go with that? <laughs> service okay, well, well, hold on. I'll help you wrap it up here since we're professionals now. Um, aside from having our show every Saturday, we also could use a little extra help. So on our on our on our site, jazzfanshow.com. If you're interested in being an intern, coming and hanging out with us, doing a little bit on the website, go to our site right now. Jazzfanshow.com. Me, you know, <laughs> taking away some of that ninety percent. Jazzfanshow.com. Check it out. Hear these guys on Saturdays at noon as well. The show is terrific, and it's brought to you by TridayTrading.com. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, more big show straight ahead. Frank Dolce joins us next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Ryan Leaf, host of uh, Believe in Pac-12 Football on the Believe Podcast Network. And the conference, I believe, it, from top to bottom, is as competitive as any conference out there. And they just beat the hell out of each other and cannibalize one another. And it's not an excuse. My biggest qualm about the Pac-12 right now is the, their inability to win the games they're supposed to win. That they can't lose. You know, UCLA can't lose to Cincinnati. They can't lose to San Diego State. You know, Oregon State and Arizona can't lose to Hawaii. But that stuff can't happen. Uh, that's why I like that Utah is so highly ranked right now, and they continue to go up if they keep winning because they need to be in the conversation when the college football playoff committee starts putting out their picks. Otherwise, the Pac-12 just will not get noticed. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. When you're well-dressed, people say, Nice suit. When you're best dressed, they say, nice suit. The JCPenney Men's Best Dressed event is happening now. Score 50% off men's select suit separate sport coat.